following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Helmet. Let's rock. Hey, coming to you live on tape on this Saturday, October 8th, 2022. Rich and Chris Eggy bringing to you the Broken Helmet. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can reach us at brokenhelmetshow at gmail.com. Twitter is at helmetbroken. And on the gram, it is at the Broken Helmet Pod. So, Chris, have I ever told you why I think baseball is stupid? Well, you told me once or twice, but I'm happy to listen to it again. Well, I won't go into a big, long diatribe about it, uh, but I will say that you spend 163 games watching your team, and should your team be lucky enough to finally get to the playoffs, you can either play the best of five or the best of seven series, which is ridiculous because if you think about all the numbers, you put in 163 games and you're only playing seven or five to see if you can move on. And so if you're the Mets, who just sat atop the NL East, uh, is it the NL East? I don't even watch baseball anymore. But, uh, you know, they, they sat on top of their division the entire flipping uh, season, the season, and then all of a sudden they tank at the end. Scherzer gets hurt. They lose to the Braves. I think they lost four in a row. Was that what it was? I yeah, think- they, they lost so many at the end of the year. Yeah, and they, I think they lose four in a row to the Braves. And then they have to go into a three-game series with the Padres. And then they get up yesterday with Scherzer and forget it. Home run, home run, home run. Before What, what was that, Rich? Before you know it, it's 7-1 and the game's over. And the Mets fans have just tossed it in because after 163 games and having a great season, just kind of crapping out at the end, they're now down 0-1 and the next game would probably send them home. What a terrible investment of your time. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look. Like, the, how about you know the the NFL plays what seventeen, eighteen weeks now, and you know they they get kind of just one game to do it. Uh, yeah, but it makes sense, right? Because there's only eighteen. There's not a hundred and sixty three. It's a hundred and sixty three, and then you have three games. Basically, you could be yeah. out in two. So what the hell did you just spend one hundred and sixty three games for? It just doesn't make sense. They should cut that season in half. You want to make it 80, 82 games like NHL and, and NBA? Fine. But, God, i Oh, they'll never, games. they'll never do that. No, that I mean, so that's stupid. that's America's pastime, dude. I know. I understand that. I'm just saying that now in 2022, with all the other sports out there, and now that it just doesn't make sense to have a sport that has such a long season or then a postseason that doesn't really factor into the way that you play the regular season. I have 163 games, and then you could be over in three. I'm not a Met fan. I don't give a shit. But, I mean, Met fans are crying all over the goddamn place. And I get it because they're done after one game all season, and you're basically done after one game. Minus, you know, a comeback here. I guess they'll start to grom for any baseball fans out there, but it's just silly. Now, to your point, yeah, I mean, football plays 17, and then you get one, but that's just the nature of football, right? And it doesn't really impact it. Why You want a best of three for football? That would be nuts. That would be pretty cool. I mean, it'd be cool, but I mean, how could you really, you know? It would extend the it would extend the the season 
too much. I mean, it would they would. Well, the they, bodies they just can't, can't take it. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, who knows? You know, like remember when I, you could have a game. I mean, you, your your benches would have to be a lot bigger. You'd have to be able to carry more players than fifty three. You're probably right. You, the guys would be not banged up a lot. But if if you knew, if you knew it was like a best of three series, uh, in the well, I guess you'd have to do best of three all the way through. You couldn't do best of seven. No, but if you knew, I mean, be nuts. I, the, the most you could do is best of three. But even at that, yeah, best best of three and. You have a guy that's banged up at the end of the year. Maybe you could sit him even the first game of the the postseason, knowing I, I don't know. It'd I'm be just, cool I'm if he did the Super Bowl that way. The Super Bowl was yeah, the best of three. Super Bowl would be really yeah, that would be really cool. God, imagine that third Super Bowl. Oh well, my I mean, god, not the third. Awesome. You know, the, the third game of a Super Bowl series. Oh god, that would be phenomenal. We so cool. uh, be really cool. Are you changed locations for every game? Yeah, well, you'd have to, right? And th- that way the yeah. Super Bowl would be in three spots. And then if you yeah. were in that one city that had that third and final game, oh, my God. Uh, it would be phenomenal. It would be so It would cool. be awesome. It would be fucking great. It would be, be so awesome. Well, anyway, um, you know, we, we just, talking about the NFL season, we just hit the quarter post. And so now all teams have finally got their first four weeks in. I guess it's not the quarter. I guess, well, yeah, it is the quarter post. I mean, there's 17 games, an odd number of games, but whatever. It always was four. So now you kind of have gotten to see at least who the good teams are a little bit. But other than that, there's not a whole lot to tell about all these other teams. It is just a couple of good teams and then a whole bunch of shit. I mean, I, I can't think. Are there anybody, is there anybody, any amount of teams better than like four or five? No, right? Uh, two uh, Bills, Ravens, Chiefs, Eagles. I'm thinking just AFC first. Uh, Bills, Ravens, Chiefs. Uh, nobody else. I uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. But, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. Bills, Baltimore, Ravens, Chiefs. Uh, Chargers have potential, but they're they're really banged up. Um, yeah, people have cashed out on the Chargers already. People are done with the Chargers. When Dolphins with Tua, I, I maybe they're just as good with Brissett. I don't know. You know, like they're 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 pretty good too. You no longer and, know what to make of the of the Dolphins. I'm sorry with all the injuries and the question sleep. mark with Tua. I wouldn't sleep on uh, on on uh, uh, Bengals either. They're, they. They still have a lot of talent. Well, the problem with Cincinnati is that they can't get either side of the ball up there. You know, at least defense, they're they're okay. Their defense, which was the weak part, is actually all right at DVOA seven, but their offense is all the way back at thirty one. Uh twenty seven this week, thirty one last week, so they move up four spots. But their offense yeah. just can't get going. I mean, they're stuck yeah. in the mud. And Jamar Chase, he- what a letdown as a first round draft pick in fantasy. Well, I mean, he had, but this is this is what we remember before the season began. We discussed having the first pick in in a keeper league or a dynasty draft, and and who are you going to take? And this is exactly why we went back and forth on not taking Chase first was because it was too he just has bust. So, it was boomer bust, and he has so much talent around him. Yeah. And T Higgins is very good. So. Higgins has had the year. I mean, of the two guys, yeah. it's been Higgins. 
Yeah. But you're right. Don't sleep on Cincinnati. If, they, if their offense can get stuck out of the mud, their defense is up there. So, you know, they got one side of the ball humming and the other one, which I, I was about to discredit both sides of the ball, but it, then I forgot to look down and, and their defense has played okay. I, you wouldn't be able to tell it in the games because the games have just been kind of crappy. All, all the Cincinnati games that have been played. and Not a whole yeah. lot of fun to watch. And then obviously the Thursday night game, but, you know, that all revolved around two and the injury. But I agree with you. Baltimore, Philly, KC, Buffalo. Do you want to throw Jacksonville in that mix? No. So, I mean, you know, Buffalo, Philly... Kansas City, Baltimore, and then after that, you know, maybe Cincinnati. But after that, everybody's kind of the same. You know, Miami's yeah, got that, injuries. That, that's about it for the AFC. The NFC is is much more – is much the list is much shorter. Like, Philadelphia is really good. Green Bay is probably pretty good. Minnesota's okay. Uh, Tampa Bay is obviously going to come out of that, divi- uh, out of that conference, um, division. And then – the 49ers, the 49ers, or if the Rams, you know, gain some sort of steam, but I don't, but, they, they don't look good. But all those teams have big question marks, right? Like San Francisco, I, you really don't know what you're going to get out of Garoppolo. You're going to need another, a couple of games here to re- really be able to evaluate that. Their defense is fantastic, but their offense, you just don't know what you're going to get. Tampa Bay, I can't figure out if this is a team that's going to turn it around once they start getting pieces together or if it's just too much. Everything's too much. Between the Tom, Brady, Giselle garbage, the, all the injuries they've suffered on the line, plus elsewhere, you know, may, maybe it's just third time was not the charm, right? Maybe it was the first and that was it, and last year was as good as you're going to get, and now it's just downhill. I, I don't know. I don't think you're going to be able to tell, though, until probably another three, four weeks. Well, Tom Brady is no longer young enough to make a team that good. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, He's no longer in that prime of his life where you could just give him really, really, really shitty talent and expect him to create miracles. Well, you saw that in the Kansas City game, right? I mean, they got down multiple scores and it was over because there's no way that Tom Brady is coming back, at least with that squad, from from behind. Exactly. Exactly. With With his full... Allotment of weapons. I mean, they're really good, but that's that's speaking more towards how well the 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 players are around, how well the players around him play versus what he used to be like, which was you could put him on a New England Patriot team with nobody, and and he was winning Super Bowls. Yeah, true that, but not anymore. At least not right now, and so. Like, like we were talking about, there's only a couple of good teams, and then we got to see everybody else kind of rise. I guess you could say there's definitely some terrible teams. You want to go down the list. But um, right now in the NFL Week 5, a couple of good teams, and everybody else has got to pick it up. It has not been a great year of NFL play. That is for sure. But let's see what uh, Week 5 has in store for us as we look back at the week that was. First down. First down. All right, so the favorites dogs split last week. Well, they didn't split. Favorites were ahead eight to six by two games. But of those six dogs, five of them won outright. Do you want to take a stab at two of the five there, Christopher? No, run them off to me. All right, Tennessee, Atlanta, Arizona, Seattle, and then the Jets. The Jets killed me by taking on Pittsburgh and winning on the road. So on the year right now, dogs still own it. 53%. Uh, home dogs last week, one and three. Overs, unders, eight and eight on the week, so they split. 
Uh, unders right now still own it at 61% on the year. The teasers right now for the spread, 69% <laughs> on either side uh, for either the favorites or the dogs. Meanwhile, overs and unders, that's still shading toward the unders at 71%. Overs coming in at 57 for the teases. Teams with a halftime lead last week, 12 and 3, 72% on the year now. We hadn't seen a strong uh, halftime like that since uh, we started. This was the first week going 12 and 3. Three losers. Come on, Chris, pick them. Three losers had the lead at half and then screwed it up. Putting you on the clock. Uh, Green Bay. Green Bay. And. No, that's not it. That's not one. Give you one more. Uh, the Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. No, they won. They won. No, 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 no they Too won. late. Too late. Baltimore, Carolina, and New England. All those teams. Baltimore had that lead at half, and then obviously Buffalo came oh, back. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. tore it up. So uh, those were the three teams that lost their halftime lead. As for all of us, uh, the 272 are picking every game. I was 8-6. and six, You were 6-8. and eight. I still got you on the year. Right now, I'm at 55%. You're at 47. Uh, the money was where it was at last week. The pros were 9-3. and three. They're 66% on the year. Tickets are hovering right around 50%. And the Sharps, also good. They're coming in at 63% on the year. Our Super Picks, you were 3-2. and two. I'm 3-1. and one. I still got you a little bit there. 58% for the year on me at 11-8. You're 9-11. and 11. You're still, so you're still under 500. And then as for our best bet parlays teasers, it was like oh for all over. Your best bet hit that put you at one and three, and then I had a tease and that was it. Otherwise, it was just whiffero. So we got to pick it up in that regard. But so right now, I mean, you know, it, it's still dogs and unders for the year. The dogs are starting to fall back to the pack. The unders are staying there. Um, you know, tease is not, not really where you thought. Usually they're hovering around 70%. You got that on the spreads at least, but the overs, unders still, the offense has come at a premium. So with all of that said, we'll kick off talking about the top two games for the week. What do you think, Chris? Where do you want to go to first for this? Wait, for the gambling, though, for the for the bets, I, we did all right. We'll get to the bets. We'll get to the bets at the end. We'll get to the bets. No, no, no. What I'm saying is for, for, the, for the gambling part, we did all right. But when it comes to picking the super picks and stuff, there's just so many shockers that, you know, are constantly happening this year. Well, you're picking 16 games. I mean, it's tough. And then the super picks, you got to pick five. And, and it's not it's not easy to pick five winners. Like, that's why I was jumping for joy when I hit five for uh, five and oh on week two. I thought it was fantastic. But then you come back down to earth. And yeah. it, it's just tough to do. As for the gambling, I mean, we'll, we'll touch that uh, in on fourth down. However, here... Uh, I ended up on the losing side. I that brought me to about ninety three hundred. And where are you at? Because I had you wrong. I had you at uh, eighty seven, but you're actually at eighty nine. And then where are you at now after last week's results? Uh, eighty around eighty nine hundred. You're around eighty nine hundred. So, uh, you're about down a thousand. I'm down about eight hundred, seven hundred or so. So we haven't uh, turned the corner yet, but almost came in last week. You know what screwed me last week is Pittsburgh. Because had Pittsburgh come in, that would have netted me a money line, which would have given me five. So that would have been a swing of about a thousand bucks. And then uh, what do you call it? And then that would also hit. A, well, it wouldn't have hit the parlay, but I had Minnesota Pittsburgh, so that cost me on that end. 
So without having your picks in front of me, what hit you hard last week before we get into the games here? Well, the biggest the biggest was my money line bet that I would have the money line parlay I would have hit uh, in the first set of games with um, the Rams. What you so have my first the Rams were I the one Ram- that stunk it up. Yeah, I had a fourteen. I had a fourteen money line parlay, and the and the Rams were the one that ended it. Yeah, well, that Rams game. You know what? I I liked San Francisco earlier in the week, and then I just listened to too much content, and then all of a sudden I hopped on the Rams, and that was the wrong side of it last week. The Rams just looked like shit. I mean, they really don't look good at all. Yeah, it was so stupid. I was it was it was really stupid of me because. I also I also bought into the the Bucks in my teaser over the Chiefs and the Chiefs just oh forget it the Bucks were my best bet. I mean yeah, I couldn't have been well, more wrong on that one. I mean they were fucking terrible. They were no good. I I thought they were I thought that was going to be a game and it was anything but. I mean they just didn't they didn't look good at all. Yeah, it so, was shitty. Well, whatever. All right, so that's where we're at now. Where are we going to go for our uh, two best games? So well, again, Eagles. Eagles, Eagles, Cardinals might be a good game. You like Eagle, Eagles, Cardinals? All right. Well, I was thinking, you know, uh, Bengals, Ravens. Bengals, Ravens was the second one I picked. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, uh, Eagles, Cardinals. Maybe I don't really like the Cardinals, but I can't really see. There's not a whole lot here. Well, that what, you what's, can what's chew another? On. What's the first one that you like? Uh, there's not. I mean, there's not. I, I, there's really no games. I mean, unless you wanted to go Chiefs Raiders, but I that's a Monday night game that's kind of far away, and I don't think it'll be good. So let's do Eagles Cardinals, and then well, you want to do Ravens Bengals first or Eagles Cardinals? Sure. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah, Ravens Bengals is good. You want to do Ravens Bengals? All right, so we'll kick it off and we'll uh, head out to Baltimore. So second down. Like we said, we'll we'll fly out to. Wireville, if you will. Uh, what, what is it? What do they call it? Queen City, right? Queen City, that's Baltimore. Uh, for the Ravens hosting the Bengals, Ravens favored by three and a half in this game. Over under is 47 and a half. Right now, big money on the Ravens. That is at 76%. The tickets shying over toward Baltimore as well at 58%. And because this is the Sunday night football game, I was going to uh, play the sounder, but we're already in here. Uh, the Sharps have not quite taken a side yet. So everybody's on Baltimore right now. What are you thinking here, Chris? The Ravens be able to bounce back after blowing that halftime lead to Baltimore to Buffalo last week. They are one of the better teams here, and then the Bengals on the other side haven't really put it together quite yet. Yeah, I mean, or or they have, or they you know showed something signs of of life last week. You know, I, a little I, bit. I, think the- I mean, they turned it around. You know, I, I mean, with a against a Dolphin team that lost their quarterback, right? Yeah, but we all know that that half of this game is talent, uh, and, and the other half is is passion, man. You know, and they're they're a good team. Like they have a lot of talent on that team. Yeah, you can't you can't discount them for you know for what they are. No, they, they, I'm definitely not discounting the Bengals. I'm just saying they really haven't put it together quite yet, and I'm not taking a Dolphins game sans their, you know, their their. Primo quarterback. I shouldn't even say primo quarterback. Jesus, I'm not a big fan of Tua. But anyway, mine is their starter, and then say, oh yeah, they turned it around because they won that game, right? I mean, well, Tua is Tua is definitely better than average. You know, he's 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 not bad. No, I, I don't think he's bad, but you know, 
again, remember, I mean, the reason that they ended up, uh, you know, covering and doing some, doing doing some uh, gambler's favors last week like we talked about or like I talked about um, is because they got that interception, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And yeah. turned it around and then uh, ended up getting the points at the end there. So uh, uh, prayers out to uh, whoever on Michigan here. I got the Michigan football game on the background, and I guess there is somebody that suffered a head and neck injury, and they have him tied up right now and uh, put on the gurney. So... Uh, shout out, hope the the best there for uh, whoever that is. I think, it, it, oh, maybe it's not even, I think it might be a coach. I think it might be a coach on the sideline. I don't think that's a player. But I don't know what happened. But anyway, that's a crazy scene there. So anyway, back to Baltimore here, like we were saying. Uh, Eagle, uh, Ravens favored by three and a half. Here's the uh, DVO breakdown, DVOA breakdown. Baltimore number one in terms of offense, and then their defense is coming in at 18. And meanwhile, Cincinnati 31 at offense, and then their defense is up at seven. So obviously, Cincinnati's offense is the question mark coming into this game. Now you said you you thought you saw some signs of life last week. Do you think they can pull it off here? I I do. Uh, and I don't know. I don't necessarily think it's going to be, uh, you know, like a, a Buffalo Bills Baltimore Ravens game from last week. I think it's going to be more of a, a shootout. I, I don't think Cincinnati's defense is as good as everyone believes, but uh, I, I can see this. You know, I can see this kind of being a really high-scoring game, and I think that the Bengals just happen to win on on last possession. Yeah, I. You know, if there was going to be a game where the offense for Cincinnati that hasn't been able to throw it in gear, if there's going to be a game they they can open it up, here you go. You got Baltimore's defense ranked 18th DVOA. This is going to be the spot. I know that Jamar Chase owners, like myself, are really, uh, you know, praying to the football gods here that we we see something here in Baltimore. Um, I I don't know. Baltimore's a better team, though, right? I mean, that's not stopped me thinking it. I'm not talking about talent. I'm just talking about the way they play right now. Baltimore's the better team. Uh, yeah, playing right now, definitely. Definitely. Because it took a monsoon last week to slow down Buffalo. It really did. I, I don't agree. I don't believe that Baltimore's defense is good. Because um, you can see what happened. Look what happened in the second half. Like, Baltimore just stopped playing. You know, yeah, and I mean, how many times did that happen now? I mean, that, that's not the first time. I mean, think about the comebacks, yeah. right? You've had a big against primo talent in Buffalo and in Miami. At least Miami, when they had everybody playing, they end up losing these big leads, and they they especially Miami. Jesus, that game was a, a track race, and so a track meet, track race, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And so they end up losing that game, and then Buffalo, same thing. They give up a, a halftime lead. So and yeah, we've done the halftime leads for years and years. I mean, you usually don't see teams with a halftime lead give it up. I mean, usually they win by a clip of about 70, 70 plus percent. So yeah, they've done two out of four now. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's insane. So um, in terms of where this is, three and a half. Uh, you know, it was three. Now it's up at three and a half. So I guess some money coming in at Baltimore. M- money's. T- Heading that way, tickets are a little bit, but they're a little on the fence still. I don't know. I think here at home, I'm going to take the Ravens in the three and a half. I like Cincinnati. I just need to see another game before I can get on them against what I think is one of the better offenses in the league. 
And I know that their defense isn't there, and maybe that's what ends up, you know, clipping me in the end. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. But Baltimore, I feel as if 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 everybody who played Baltimore just sent as much of their defense at Lamar Jackson as possible. I don't think they would win a game the whole year. Hold on. All right. Say this again. If If they sent as much of their defense as possible at him, so if they just blitzed. So just focus all the defensive pressure on Lamar Jackson in any way, shape, or form. Just blitz him 24-7. I I don't think they win a game. Single high coverage, put the put the cornerbacks on, you know, man on man on their wide receivers, and then you utilize all the extra men to pressure Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and the running backs. I, I just I, that's what's that, that's what's gonna stop that team. Like it who's gonna beat them? Mark Andrews is good, don't get me wrong. Like he, Andrews is good. Andrews is good. But Dobbins is showing, you know, signs of life. Yeah. Dobbins is good, but not this. According to the statistics I've read about and seen, I I don't know how how much truth there is to that. Everyone's saying that he's not as explosive yet, and he's not. No, what but he at was. least it gives him another weapon. I mean, they had nothing weeks one, uh, one and two. You know, other yeah. than Lamar Jackson. So yeah, you know, I mean, they picked Ken uh, Drake off the scrap heap and threw him in there, and he didn't do dog shit. So no, I feel bad for Kenyon Drake. He had so much talent when he was in Miami, and he's just sucked since. You know, Baltimore. The other question mark about Baltimore, right? You know, Bateman was their number one going in, and now he's hurt, right? So he has two solid weeks, and then all of a sudden he was doing it, like we said, off minimal targets, and then all of a sudden that just kind of goes away. Then he's hurt, and now he's out for this week. So yeah. now you're going to do Duver- uh, Duvernay and Andrews, like you mentioned. Probably Dobbins. I mean, it's probably going to be a run-centric, run-centric attack. Which, again, having the three with the hook would probably put you more towards Cincinnati. But, again, I think Cincinnati comes out on top here as the better team. This is probably going to be the game I picked them. And, like like you were talking about, Cincinnati just unloads. It's just Higgins and Chase and Mixon, and they end up throwing up 50 points. That's exactly yeah, I, what I agree. Here. That's exactly what I think is going to happen. But <laughs> yeah, that's what I, happens here. I, but at the same time, Cincinnati's defense isn't good. I mean, they're seven, seven DVOA, and and they're pretty even. You know, eight eight pass, seven rush. So, you know, I, I do think that they have some weakness in the secondary. You know, Bates is good, yeah. but you're still dealing with Eli Apple out there. I mean, come on, please, it's fucking Eli Apple. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm, I'm t- just Baltimore at home. I think they can do this in prime time. You know, again, I love, I love how all New York fans just shit on old players from their team. Well, no it's true what. because most of the time they stink. <laughs> they stink. The, the players. That, so funny. I mean, I speaking from the Giants, not for the Jets. I'm not a Jets fan. I mean, I know the roster a little bit, but I mean, literally. There are ex-David Gettleman players all over the place, and most of them are terrible. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say terrible, but it's just kind of like, yeah, you know, we got rid of him because he was no good. You know, they pop up every Eli Apple is over in Cincinnati. Uh, Lorenzo Carter is in Atlanta. 
DeAndre was it DeAndre Carter, the the cornerback who you know was a complete jerk ball. He ended up getting cut. And then he went to Kansas City. Kansas City brought him back, and I don't know where he is now. Uh, I mean, hell, the Giants just brought Landon Collins. Landon Collins went to Washington, and now we didn't give him that monster contract, so he took one from Washington, and now we got him back on the cheap. So, anyway, I, before I get into a Giant talk, yes, we do like to shit on our players, like you said, but there's a reason yeah. for that. There is definitely yeah. a reason for that. Oh, no, they suck. They're, 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 I mean, Eli Apple's been to seven teams or three teams since. So, all right, uh, you are going to end up taking the Bengals, it sounds like? Yep. You're on the Bengals. I am on the Ravens. And so, like we were talking about, the second game will end up taking us from Baltimore over to Arizona. So we'll go cross-country here, where the Eagles are our first road favorite of the week. There are going to be a total of five road favorites, this being the first. Eagles favored by five over the Cardinals. Over under here is 48 and a half. The Eagles right now are a trifecta bet as the Sharps are on Philly. Heavy money at 85% of the money pool and then 55% of the tickets are on Philly. So the Cardinals have pulled a couple of wins out of their asses here with against bad teams, right? Vegas turnaround was a terrible Raiders performance. And then, Christ, they, they beat the Panthers, which probably might have been the, the game of the week. The fact, well, the game of the week. The lock of the year, let's say, because... I, there is no way that Carolina should have been favored last week. I don't care if they were at no, home. They're terrible. No, that was that was a joke. That was a joke. They're really bad. <laughs> They're really bad. That guy is a disgrace to the uniform. Well, if you want to say that about every single player, then you're on the money, Mike. Yes. So, yeah. uh, but so here you got the Cardinals at home. I mean, I guess you can give that to them. But I mean, the Eagles are infinitely the better team here. Yeah, and it's it's still only a what five five and a half point spread. I think it was five and a half when I updated the spreads. All spreads were done via uh, DraftKings, uh, pulled about around noon on Saturday. Uh, as for the stats, they're all courtesy of the Action Network, and they were pulled a little bit earlier. But um, as of noon, it was Cardinals underdogs by five. Yeah. So, which speaks to me. That Vegas believes the Cardinals have something in their wheelhouse to combat what Philadelphia does. Well, I think it's the backdoor cover late, right? It's the late backdoor cover. They're down by, you know, I don't know, 10 points. And then they have the ball and uh, Murray just runs all around the field and, and throws the ball and somehow gets, you know, a touchdown. So down 10, yeah. and then they end up losing by three. Yeah, and they're saying that Arizona's even good enough to be that close. And to the eye test right now, Arizona doesn't even look like they're that good. You I, know? I mean, I don't think so. I think that this is just, you know, how long can the Eagles keep, keep uh, this streak up? And, you know, the Cardinal team's scrappy. They can play some, you know, street ball, if you will. And make things up as they go because, I mean, Murray will just run around like crazy, extending the plays like he did in that Raiders game, and then take deep traps downfield. You know? Yeah. And I think if you look back at that, I mean, now the Lions look like they actually have a pretty solid offense, right? But the Lions stay in that game week one against Philly because they end up lighting it up and throwing the ball all over the place. And they did, you know, open the 
the Eagles up on defense. Now, you want to go DVOA, I, Philadelphia is easily the best two-side-of-the-ball team. Philadelphia's offense is four, their defense is six. So now their defense gives up a ton versus the rush. They're 23 DVOA against the rush, but two against the pass. And, I mean, Arizona here, they don't run the ball. I mean, come on. You know, I mean, Murray's the only thing that keeps that rushing attack going. So does Murray and his legs somehow find a weakness in that Philadelphia defense that gives up a ton on the ground, DVOA 23 again? So they beat the Lions, who have the worst defense in the league. They beat the Vikings handily in week week two. That that wasn't even a, a game. No. The, they the doubleheader Monday nighter. Yeah, they crushed the Commanders, who are horrible. Yeah, they quit on their team. And, That's the big story this week. Right, and then they beat the Jaguars, who are I get they're okay. I guess I, I you know who knows what they really are yet. So you're talking three. Well, pre- every everybody what? that picked the Jaguars last week, right? All, all the content creators that picked the, I mean, I don't know what you want to call them, pro betters, content creators, whatever. All the gambling shows that picked the Jacksonville Jaguars last week to cover, that didn't cover. Every single one was just talking about the weather last week. Everyone. Everyone. Because, of course, when you end up making these picks and you got to be right and then you're not, there, there's always a reason for that. So, um, Oh, stop. I mean, it's that's 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 a joke. Like I, I'm just saying, it, it the, was every weather, single every single show I listened to, because I know yeah. that everybody picked Jacksonville, and then it was all the weather. It's uh, just funny that it's just funny that uh, <laughs> the weather affects both teams. You well, can't say that Trevor Lawrence hasn't pl- has only played in one rain game before, and he was terrible. Uh, bah, 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 right? I mean, you know. Excuses as yeah. a day is long, et cetera. But anyway, um, your point was that they beat uh, Jacksonville, right? Yeah. Yeah. They beat Jacksonville, and that means they've only really played three. Uh, one, what we could say is Minnesota's undefeated outside of that game. So, uh, yeah, Philadelphia's good. I, I just don't think that they're – as good as everyone's making them out to be. I, I don't see them as like an undefeated, unstoppable force. No, I mean, their offense has done it against a terrible schedule, actually 29th schedule-wise. So while Philly comes in fourth EVOA, they're doing it against terrible talent. Their, their defense has done, it, has done it against better talent as their schedule has produced the 11th-ranked uh, opponents so far uh, in terms of the offense going against Philly's defense. So... But I don't know. I, I to me, I'm picking. I'm picking the Eagles here. Uh, I know it's five points. I know the Cardinals have this ability to extend the plays thanks to their quarterback and maybe throw up some offense late. But the Eagles are just a better team, and they are really rocking right now. I mean, I, I think they're probably the best team in the league at terms of consistency. You know, I like Buffalo too, but you know, Buffalo they're a little shaky in certain spots. So um, I think Philly right now. And so, yeah, I, I, I like Philly in the game. Don't get me wrong. I'm just I'm trying to figure out why Vegas thinks it's even going to be that close. Because to all, you know, all understood uh, uh, outcomes for this game, it, you you would think the percentage would be more in the favor of winning by double digits than by just by five. 
Well, there's a blowout factor. It's definitely on the Eagles. I like. I would say I would be thoroughly shocked. You know, if you wanted to do a money line win here, but I, you know, it probably be the Eagles would probably be one of the better money line wins because I don't really think there's a chance for the Cardinals to pull this out. You know, uh, not to win here. You know, even at home. I mean, minus Philadelphia, just you know, shit in the bed and just stinking up the the stadium. But um, I don't know. Forty eight and a half is the over under, so they're expecting some points. It's one of the higher ones this week. The one yeah. thing you've seen with the over unders is that they've all adjusted now. There's only one game that's over fifty points, and that's the Chiefs Raiders on Monday Night Football. Everything else now is mid forties or lower. This is one of the higher games. So they're expecting Chief, some offense. Chiefs Raiders is is over fifty. I didn't I didn't see that yesterday. Fifty one and a half, highest one on the board. I, I would go under. The last three games on the docket are the are the highest ones. So Cardinals, Eagles, Ravens, Bengals, Chiefs, Raiders. Forty eight and a half, forty seven and a half, fifty one and a half. And then after that be, yeah. before that you don't see anything else break forty six. So That's weird too, because it's the beginning of the year. It's not that cold yet. It's not that rainy in places. Well, just the under, unders have hit so much that uh, you yeah. know, they, they've got to adjust, right? I mean, that's the one discrepancy right now. The unders coming in big time everywhere. So, you know, you're, you're going to see that adjust. The, the points, they just come at a premium because the offenses really haven't been all that great so far. Yeah, so, something about league scoring is down like 15% from at, uh, this po- at this exact point from last year. Yeah, it's all quarterbacks. The quarterback play sucks. You know, and you've seen quarterbacks go into spots where they were supposed to turn the teams around, and it's gone the complete opposite way. Yeah, look at the the Thursday night game, Broncos Colts. I mean, come on, those two those two quarterbacks were supposed to go in there and be upgrades to what they had last year, and then what do you get? You get a twelve nine stinker, overtime shit fest on Thursday night. Although you can see Alec Pierce vanish off waiver wires, and uh, you'll watch his over under on yardage start to rise too, because the rookie out of Cincinnati has had a, himself a nice three game stretch here. Yeah, did you hear about the the guy who bet the hundred bucks uh, on that game? No. What What was I mean? Hundred bucks? Who he cares? Bet, was it a parlay of some he, sorts? Yeah. Well, it was a prop. He bet a hundred dollars that there were there wasn't going to be a touchdown scored. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, and what that was a hundred a hundred dollars to win and I, I don't remember it's either ten thousand or a hundred thousand. Ten thousand seems more correct. Uh a hundred dollars to win ten thousand that no touchdown was gonna be scored. It went all the way down to the last play of the game. Yeah. All the way. I mean the great way to spend your money. You get to be invested in a terrible game on Thursday night. Because oh my, I just, I would have never guessed that. Uh, I Not mean, in a million years. I'll, I'll be honest. I, we didn't get this, we didn't kick this uh, off the podcast this week until after the Thursday night game, but I would have been all over the Broncos. Although I've given up on Thursday night games. I think they're terrible, terrible betting events. Good for engagement, but you just see so much weird shit on Thursday night. I just, I, I hate that as a betting thing outside of just having some fun with it. Uh yeah, I don't even like having fantasy players on Thursday nights. Yeah, I mean the fa- yeah, I for the same reason because things just go weird, right? Yeah, just never it never works out. It, it, it it's a short week for almost everybody unless they scheduled somebody like a bye before. 
You know, it's they always. I you can't help but think the play the 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 teams that are playing on Sunday, knowing they have a game on Thursday, like I, they have to be thinking about that, right? So uh, I mean, I don't know. I just think that you get so used to the schedule of a regular NFL Sunday. Where, you know, during the week, here's the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then when you go all the way from Sunday to Thursday, it's just so screwy because it's such a short week. I mean, you play on Sunday and you've got Monday, Wednesday for one team. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is probably the travel day, right? I mean, unless they travel day of. I'm not ultimately familiar with what all the teams do. But, you know, you're losing two days. So... um. But anyway, so like we were saying, Thursday night, screwy game, and quarterback play has really impacted the rest of the play across the league because, you know, you get Wilson and Ryan with these new teams, and they're no good. You know, and I mean, elsewhere, there's been other, you know, Dak Prescott gets hurt. He's not even in there. You know, the the Bengals offense doesn't look great out of the gates. You know, the Saints don't have a quarterback because Winston is hurt. They're going with the Red Raider, for Christ's sake. Falcons are doing it with with Mar- Mariota. I mean, the, the the red the red rocket, red rocket, red raider, whatever the hell you know what I'm talking about. Andy Dalton. <laughs> so, I, Giants yeah. don't have a quarterback. You know, the Pats don't have a quarterback. The Dolphins don't have a quarterback now. I mean, they got Bridgewater. We'll see what he's got. But Commanders, you never know what you're going to get with Wentz. I mean, the quarterback play that. All I'm trying to say is quarterback play is not good. I went a long distance to get there, so but whatever. I, yeah, it so, took a little while, league. but I understood what you were what you what you were going for there. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the rest of the games, and we'll see what we got to pick. So those two games, like we said, for the Eagles here, we're both going to be on Philadelphia in the five points. Yeah. All right. Yep. So now we will rip down the rest of the games. Third down. Third down. And the first one will be the Sunday morning game. So this is an early dog, especially if you're on the West Coast. But the Packers and the Giants will head out to London. Packers right now, this was going to be a home game for Green Bay. So Green Bay gets shorted a game here as they get out to London. That that sucks for them, surprising a little bit, right? Why would they take Green Bay such a, a, a great uh, home field? But whatever, Packers, Giants, Packers favored by 7.5, over under 41.5. Giants are going to have... Daniel Dimes under center for this game. The tickets are on the Packers. The money kind of heavy on the Giants at 65%. So, pros Joes here. Who are you taking? Pros Joes. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants plus 8.5. But just real quick. Well, 7.5 now. So, 7.5. Does that affect your bet? Oh. Well, no. Yeah, no. I. Yeah, it affects my. Well, no. No, I'll still take Giants at 7.5. All right, Giants at seven and a half. Uh, what were you going to say before I stopped you there to tell you the? I think everybody. I think everybody loses a game, don't they? What do you mean loses a game? Everybody loses a home game. Well, not everybody's playing out in London. Uh, with the contract that the NFL worked out, everyone's going to lose a home game over the course of. Oh, oh, oh! You're talking long term. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah sure. I, I mean, I get it. Right. And so, all right. Yeah. Fine. To that point, that that makes sense. What where the Packers are here? Um, yeah. You know, at some point they're going to have to lose the home game. They do it here. So, and they get Green Bay. I don't think Green Bay's played out in London, have they? I don't know the whole London so. history. I don't. I don't think so. But at the same time, to, the Giants don't lose a home game too, right? 
Only the Packers? No, it's just the Packers home game. So they're the one that lose. Yeah. The Giants, I think, yeah. lost the home game maybe last year. The Giants have played overseas. I just don't know if Green Bay has. But irrelevant here. I, you know, I don't even care about the London thing and the impact. I just think the Packers are the better team here. The Giants have a, a quarterback who, number one, isn't good. Number two, is hurt. And then they have just injuries everywhere. Kadarius Tony out again. That guy is such a bum. Get rid of that fucking guy. Cut him at this point. He just doesn't even play. What do you do with this? So they need wide receivers. Galladay not even going to play. So Galladay out. Tony out. Uh, Sterling Shepard blew his knee out. He's done. So what the hell they're, do you do they're with the gonna Giants? Cut, they're going to cut Galladay. No doubt about it. I, I mean, they should cut Galladay and Tony. Well, I mean, they're going to keep Tony only because... A, a potential, right? That's why. You yeah, he's like he's like twelve. The kid's so young, right? Potential guy. So, but I don't care here. I don't. I just don't see how the Giants stay in this game. Yes, they have the uh, top rushing attack in the in, in the NFL, uh, if I'm not mistaken. At least uh, I think yardage wise, if you look DVOA here and let me find them, Giants, they're actually seventh in rush. So they are up there. I think in terms of yardage, they might be number one. And that's all Barkley. Barkley uh, having a great year. But doesn't matter for me. I'm, I'm taking the Packers in the seven and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I was so ready to just mark this as like a Packers, you know, whatever. It's, it's done. I just don't, I just don't know how they're going to travel and are they going to really just tear up? I like the Giants' defense. I think the Giants' defense is okay, but we could talk about this game for a lot longer than just two seconds. So let's just let's just move on to the next one. All right. So what do you do? You're going to stay with the Giants in the seven and a half. Yeah. All right. So we're on opposite ends there. Then we'll head up to New England. Pats hosting the Lions. Patriots favored by three. Over under is forty five and a half. Right now, the Sharps and big money all over the Patriots, 75% of the money pool, and then the tickets are basically split. So you're seeing all the uh, smart guys all over New England. I'll take New England in the three here, too. Yep, me too. I don't care who the quarterback is. I, Detroit, as good as they are on offense, their defense is horrible. Defense is awful, and they got to fire Aaron Glenn. Uh, you know, I know they're sticking by him right now, but he's awful. It isn't working out, and I think that I that's what's going to give the, the Patriots to go here, is that I, I think that Belichick is going to be able to, you know, carve up that offense. Granted, the Patriots offense with this judge and uh, what's the Patricia thing is just a disaster, but it's enough here. I like the Pats in the three. Yep, me too. So next up, we'll head over to Buffalo Bills hosting the Steelers. So the Steelers are huge dogs here. This is the biggest dog they've been since the 60s, I think. Buffalo favored by 14, over under 45 and a half. Right now, the Sharps are on Buffalo, but the tickets and the money are on the Steelers. More heavy on the money at 65%. Who are you going to take here? Do you like that 14 point line you yeah think Buffalo can still open it up no I as long as it stays at that like 14 14 and a half 15 range I'm gonna take Pittsburgh it's just so many points it's so many points really, I'm with you I took Pittsburgh too I mean I get that they that they're coming off what uh was it Miami two weeks ago that they the bills was my their loss was two weeks ago against Miami yeah, and then Miami, they came right. back and they won versus Baltimore last week Barely, right. So, yeah, so those those two games, I don't know if there's some sort of delay in, in what they were doing from the first two weeks of the year, but they don't look like the same offense the past two weeks. 
No, again, watching the games, I didn't think that Josh Allen was playing as well as everybody was talking about, especially just re-watching some of the All-22, because I thought he was missing a lot of open guys. And then, I obviously, everybody was talking about the too high coverage, I guess, out of Miami that threw him into fits, and he was checked down Charlie in that game. Um, you know, I don't know. You know, this game for me, I'm picking the Steelers only because I 14-point dog for a Tomlin team. I mean, Tomlin's not a good coach. He really should not be there anymore, but he still is. But shit, if you're worth anything, I, you know, the Pickett thing is the X factor. If Pickett comes in there and he's competent, they're not going to lose by 14, I don't think. But if Pickett goes in there and it's just a, a rookie deer in the headlights, I, you know, it's shot. I could see the Bills covering, but I, I'm still going to go Pittsburgh. He threw three interceptions against the Jets. Pickett did or combination? Yeah. No, oh, whatever. I mean, I'm I'm rolling the dice with Pittsburgh here. I don't like the game. I don't have it anywhere, but I'm going to uh, I'm, I'm going to take them here. To go back to what you said at the beginning of the show, I can can't believe they fucking blew that game against the Jets. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it because it was just I, the Jets of all. And it was one of my prop picks is that. They, they weren't going to really test Zach Wilson coming back and his over-under for rushing yardage was 8.5. The guy had 15. And it was like, what? And then he's doing the gritty in the, in the end zone after they, they ran him out on that, on that trick play and, uh, you know, the Philly special type deal where they threw it back to him and he scored the tie. He was like, Jesus Christ, you just got this guy back. If he gets hurt, it's your entire fucking season. And now you're throwing him out there doing all kinds of crazy shit. So anyway, uh, but no, I can't believe too that the uh, Jets won that one. But speaking of which, the Jets are the next game on the on the ticket. The Jets are hosting the Dolphins. Here we go with our next home dog. Dolphins favored by three and a half. It was three. It went up to three and a half this morning. Over under forty five points. Trifecta here. The sharps tickets money all on Dolphins. Pretty heavy too. Seventy three percent of the tickets. Seventy nine percent of the money. Yeah, what I think they're you? good. I, I, I picked these lines on Wednesday. I think I, I did all my Yeah, well, my we were trying to get it early, and we didn't get it in, right? So I'm just giving you the most and, updated lines. Right, and so the line was three, and I was like, oh, I'm definitely picking this now. I'm taking the Dolphins in three now. No, thinking in my head by the end of the week it'll be yeah, four and a half, five. And it really hasn't really moved that much. But, no, question marks but, all over. They don't even know how many wide receivers they're going to have for crying out loud. You know, Hill's yeah, questionable, know. Waddle's questionable. I mean, shit. This one, this game, and it was between this game and the 49ers game as uh, the best uh, best bet of the week. It was I, I went back and forth, and I, I eventually picked the 49ers, but I, I like the Dolphins here. I like the Dolphins, too. I, again, some of it is a question of who's going to play. I, I wouldn't really want to touch this game for the purposes of the pod. We're picking them, but... God, I, you know, another frustrating thing with this season is all these goddamn injuries. You know, and, and the questionable thing that they that we bitched about for years past where they changed the injury designations, was that three years ago now? And so now questionable is like anything from, oh, I'm definitely going to play to I'm, I'm on the verge of not being able to walk, right? I mean, you look for the doubtfuls, but the doubtfuls are basically out. So once you hit doubtful, you might as well be out. And then the questionable is like this big, huge gray area, and I don't know what to make. So who knows who plays? Yeah, it's twenty-five to seventy-five percent. Yeah, it's fucking. It's so dumb. It just go back to the old system. But anyway, we're both going to go with Miami in this one. So, well, oh, continue. What was the? 
I was saying, well, well, it used to just be uh, uh, doubtful, questionable, probable, active, and probable was anywhere from like 50% up and questionable was always like 25% to 50%. So you knew yeah. if they were if they were questionable, they probably weren't going to play. They got rid of probable and threw it in with questionable, and so now it's like impossible to tell who's probable. Right, right, right. You know, and, and I just, I, I don't, it was just a shitty way to go about it. But anyway, so staying with the Florida teams, we will head over to Tampa Bay. Bucks hosting the Falcons. Falcons, everybody's darling child, uh, and have hit on the on the spread here for several weeks against the spread. Uh, Bucks favored now by ten points here at home, over under forty six points. The sharps like the Falcons. The money slightly likes the Falcons, and then the tickets big on the Bucks. So pros, Joe's here. Uh, Joe's obviously favoring the Buccaneers. Is ten points too much for you? I don't know. I, I this is this has got me scared now because I when I picked this, this moved a point and a half in two days. Yeah, I know. I picked. I, I'm I'm on the Bucks with you here, so I don't know if you're sticking with it, but I'm I'm going to stay with the ten. Yeah, I guess. I I don't like the Falcons at, at all. Well, they've been doing it against lesser talent, right? And I, I don't know. The Buccaneers need something, something to jumpstart their season. And I just have a feeling it might be this game. They get a lot of people back. Um, you know, n- another couple of weeks of having some people back already. And then the Falcons, they've got to go on the on the road. I mean, they've been, they've been pulling it off. They lose Patterson here. So, you know, 10 points is... A little scary for me. It's funny because everybody was all over the Falcons. And everybody said that they claimed the Falcons first, right? They were like, oh, yeah, I, I, I've been picking the Falcons. I was ahead of the game on that one. And it was like, yeah, you and every other content creator. And now all of a sudden everybody was against them this week. So, But I'm going to take the Bucks. I, I think that they can open it up a little bit here on the Falcons. I question that Falcons offense. Yeah, I'll stick with the Bucks too. I, I Although it's 10 points, I feel like they have to uh, – Make up for last week somehow, some way. All right, so let's go to New Orleans Saints Seahawks. Saints favored by five in this game. Forty-five is the over/under. Seahawks have become all the content creators' favorite pick this week. Everybody's all over the Seahawks right now. The sharps are on the Seahawks, as is the tickets and the money, big time money, eighty-three percent. So trifecta here for Seattle. So do they pull it off on the road here? Geno Smith. Against his Saints team, they're trying to put bodies on the field. Michael Michael Thomas out. It looks like Kamara's gonna play. I think. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks too. I, I as much as we could discuss all the players, you know, missing games. Regardless, I, I probably still would have taken the Seahawks. <laughs> I don't know. I you know what? I'm like I had the Saints picked, and I don't know what to do here. You know, I mean, five points for a Saints team at home. I mean, what the fuck have they done to deserve five points at home? Like nothing. No, they're they're pretty. Saints are. I mean, they put up a hell of a fight last week. I mean, but. maybe if they were, maybe Michael Thomas was back, Kamara was healthy. You know, I, I guess I could see it. But I don't know. I'm going to go with the Seahawks here. I'm going to switch my pick. I'm going to take them off New Orleans, and I'm I'm going to go with you here and, and the Seahawks. Uh, you know, five points is just too much. It, it's just the too Seahawks. Much the Seahawks aren't aren't that good either. They're not that but. good, but you know what? I, I mean, they've been getting it done. 
Uh, you know, Penny had an okay game last week. Uh, I think now he's on the uh, on the questionable list as well. But uh, obviously, DK Metcalf, after you know he was, he was lighting up, I forget uh, who he was against, but you know he was chewing him up, and then he had to take a shit, and then he continued to uh, beat the guy up. So. Uh, whoever was covering him. So we'll see if he has to go to the John this week. So That's pretty funny. It's it was, really funny. It was really funny. So Jacksonville Jaguars are hosting the Texans. Texans was another little darling child of uh, pickers for the past couple of weeks, but I think everybody now is kind of thrown in uh, the towel with Houston. Jaguars favored here at home by seven, over under 43 and a half. Uh, the tickets all over the Jags. Money is split. No sharp action or lean, I should say, as of yet. So I'll start this one. I, I took the Jags. The seven point scared me a little bit because it's a it's a pretty hefty spread. But, God, the Texans, who I liked a little bit at the beginning of the year, just haven't shown me anything. And I rewatched a couple of the games, and I, they're just not really that good. No, the Texans aren't good. But at the same time, I... I'm not sold on the Jaguars yet, so getting seven points or what, what's the current line? It's seven, yeah. I mean, seven is a yeah. lot of points for sure. It's a touchdown. So worst case scenario, they lose by a touchdown. I, I, I push. I, I'm going to take the Texans. All right, so you're on Houston. I'm going to take Jacksonville there. So we will hit another home dog here in the Commanders. They will be home dogs by now a point and a half to Tennessee. It was two and a half, and it's come down a full point. So Tennessee favored on the road over under here is 43 points. Sharps like the Commanders, and then everything else is on the Titans and pretty hefty. 75% of the tickets, 80% of the money. Are you going to side with Tennessee here? Yeah, I'll, I'll, all day when I pick a, a freaking spread on Wednesday and it goes down. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm, I, that, yeah, that's, I liked the Titans before it was one and a half, and so now that, I'm getting a point. Yeah, that's what I mean. I get an extra point out of it. Hell yeah. I know Washington showed a little bit of life early. Their offense came through here and there, but now all these stories about how everybody hates Rivera, they've all quit, all kinds of problems with the coaches. I mean, the whole Washington franchise just needs to be blown up and restarted. They're they just were so lucky, so lucky to even win that game versus Jacksonville. So lucky. Yeah, well, I don't know if luck's going to be in their favor here. I, not that the Titans are great, but the Titans are starting to piece together what their team's going to be. Uh, and it looks like, you know, after a couple of games, Henry's starting to turn the corner a little bit. Tannehill's set, settling down. You know, I don't know if they are what they were last year. I don't think so. You know, they lose Taylor Lewan on the line. But I think good enough here for the point and a half. You're, you're, we're on the same side there? Yeah, 100%. Minnesota will be the next game. Vikings hosting the Bears. 44 is the over-under. Vikings favored by 7.5. So a lot of points here for Minnesota. 71% of the tickets are on Minnesota and 58% of the money. Sharps have no lean. Where do you go here, Christopher? Uh, Vikings. All yeah, day. I'm with the Vikings too, right? I mean, the Bears don't. I, what do the Bears have? You know. Uh, the Justin Fields experiment is not going well. Uh, you know, they just changed their entire, uh, you know, front office and and coach. And I don't know. They're still trying to piece it together. But, God, they have not looked good. That I thought shit's they were, over. They, I, that shit's over. Yeah, I mean, they're going to blow out Fields and just start over. But, you know, I thought they were going to beat the Giants there. And the Giants tried to hand them that game any way they could. And they still couldn't do it. They still couldn't do it. It was amazing. So, I, I seven and a half is... A lot of points, but the Vikings are way better at home than on the road, and so I think they cover the 7.5, as does Christopher. 
Chargers-Browns, this game to be played in Cleveland. So here we go, another home dog. Chargers favored by two here. Chargers battered, battered and bruised. The Browns, uh, you know, they, they're going to get Miles Garrett back for this game. So they're home dogs by two. 47 is the over-under trifecta here. Everybody likes the Browns. Uh, most on the money line, 82% of the money in on Cleveland. Uh, I'll kick it. I'm going to take the Chargers. I, you know, I thought about changing this pick too, but I'm going to stick with the Chargers and the better quarterback. Uh, this will probably be the last time I go with the Chargers unless they can show me something here. But That was my exact thought. Was like, oh, better quarterback, better talent. And then I thought, well, the Chargers' run defense is really, really bad. And that's all the Browns do yes. well is I mean, run. Th- that that's the, I mean that's the Achilles heel here to uh, taking the Chargers, is that the Browns are going to run all over them. I mean Nick Chubb is a fucking beast. Yeah, I shocked. I lucked out in in getting him in like three leagues this year, and I've never had him before, and he just happens to be like the RB one. Yeah, um, Cleveland DVOA offense is three in rush. It's actually six overall because Brissett has not been terrible. Like I said. One of the best backup quarterbacks ever. It's just being a starter constantly. It doesn't work out. But uh, the Chargers, on the flip side, their defense is 18th against the rush. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the Browns here at home. All right, so you're going on the Browns. I'm going to give the Chargers one shot here and the better quarterback. I'm probably going to be on the wrong side of that one. I, I kind of like the Browns, but I'm picking the Chargers here. So we will head out to Carolina, another home dog here. Panthers underdogs at home by 6.5 to the San Francisco 49ers. Over-under is low. Is this the lowest one of the week? It is at 39.5 points. This is a big road favorite as the 49ers have six and a half here on the road. And they're also a trifecta because they have the Sharps, tickets, and money. 78% of the tickets, 72% of the money. So big here. Uh, any shot for Carolina? No. Lock in those lyrics, Wayne. Yeah, I am. I'm not, I'm not doing anything with the Panthers. I don't even want to talk about this game anymore. Carolina stinks. Their coach stinks. Their quarterback is fucking miserable. Get rid of him. Get rid of all of them. It's just terrible. Tepper's got to change that whole goddamn thing. Uh, Carolina is just a shit show. Uh, San Francisco for both Eggie brothers. The Rams versus the Cowboys. Here's an okay game, I guess. It should be a good game. Um, you know, but you're dealing with a backup quarterback and a Super Bowl champion uh, who's suffering one of the biggest hangovers you've seen in quite a while. So the Rams favored here at home five and a half points over under is 42. Tickets on the side of the Cowboys at 65%, and the money is split. No, uh, no sharp lean as of now. So Rams, Cowboys. Are you putting? Yeah, I'm going to go Rams. You going Rams, go Rams here? I'm going Rams yeah. too. Uh, five and a half is a lot. I think this is the get right game. I'm, I, I've said that about the Rams, I think, a couple times, and I've gotten burnt. Um, the Cowboys have been, hey, look, they've been fighting. I'll give them that, right? I mean, Cooper Rush has performed way better than I ever thought he would. Um, I just think that the Rams should own this game at home here, and they they fucking need it, man. That team does not look good right now. It's not. It's not the offense that's made them this good. It's, it's their defense has played exceptionally well. You're talking about the Rams. No, the Cowboys. Oh, the Cowboys. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Rams. I was going to say, well, yeah, I mean, the Rams' offense hasn't done shit. Rams. Well, no, I don't think I, I don't think really the Cowboys' offense has done that much, but their their defense is very good. 
Uh, their defense right now is eighth. They are fifth against the pass and 25th against the rush. So if Cam Akers and Henderson want to try to turn up their uh, their stats here, this is the week to do it against a suspect run defense. Yeah, but, right. you know, meanwhile, the Rams, I mean, it's their offense, dude. They're 26th, 26th, 22nd pass, 19th rush. I mean, it, that offense is just Cooper Cup, and that's it. They need to get somebody else. I mean, they got Robinson. I mean, I've read two articles on the ringer about Robinson. Nobody can figure out what the hell's going on. I can. He's old. <laughs> he is old, right? I mean, he looks it. They were they were quoting stats of his uh, yards of separation, and they were like, he just doesn't separate. He gets no separation. He's like one of the bottom in the league against separation. No, he could, he the dude he could probably catch a touchdown in the end zone. That's about it. But isn't that weird though that they, they gave up Bobby Trees? I, granted that Woods had the injury, um, you know the ACL, right? And uh, that they gave him up and didn't, didn't just stick with him for Robinson. And then all of a sudden it's like Robinson's no good. And that was a question mark last year, right? Because Robinson had the contract here and he was terrible. You blamed it on Fields, and now it looks like nah, maybe he just sucks. Maybe I really, I really don't know what happened with him, other than. Well, you just told me they, he got old. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like that big of a difference, though, from top 10 wide receiver in the league in 2019 to maybe switching over to fields in, in 2020 and not being that, or or was 2020 he was top 10 in the league, to switching over to fields and not being that good last year to being this bad? Life comes at you fast, brother. Comes at you fast, as you can tell as a parent. I mean, shit. Wait, wait till your yeah. kid starts telling you off, right? I mean, it's going to be like, what? What the hell happened? Um, all right, so that's it for the, you know, although the way they're playing, OBJ has a home in L.A. because they'll need him to come back. I, You know, whenever he can play, they're just going to sign him. I mean, they're not going to let him leave because they need somebody else. So, yeah, they already they said it on the national broadcast that they're expecting him to come back. So yeah, you would imagine. So anyway, all right. So that leaves us one more game for the afternoon slot. Actually, no, because we talked Eagles Cardinals, and then the Sunday night football we talked about in Ravens Bengals. So that will leave us one more game, and that is our Monday night game. Your Raiders, buddy. We get to finish off talking about your Raiders as they're taking on the Chiefs in Kansas City. Kansas City favored by seven here. Over under 51 and a half. Biggest money uh, total of the weekend uh, and the Monday night. 73% of the tickets on the Chiefs. 76% of the money pool on the Chiefs. Sharps have not picked a side as of yet. So, your team, I'll let you have it. <laughs> uh, what is Derek Carr's record? Well, I'll answer the question with a question. What is Derek Carr's record in Kansas City? Uh, five and 72. <laughs> I think I heard I was it off. was... I think he has one win... In Kansas City during their – like he's beaten them at home. But in Kansas City, I think he's 1-8 or 1-7. That and was the stat I heard. There you go. No good. No good on the road, at least in Kansas City. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I'm sorry. I, the, the Raiders. I don't know what the big biggest difference is between last year and this year. Like they didn't really well, lose. It's your anybody. head coach. <laughs> it's your head coach. They they took a they took a swing on McDaniel's, and once again he's just showing that he's an offensive coordinator and not a head coach. So they should have stuck with uh, the guy they they made the interim coach last year. I can't I know, even pronounce his name. The big heavy it, it, Italian name. They yeah, love yeah, that the guy. Italian guy. They loved him. They loved him, and they let him walk. And they went with you know the shiny you know the shiny trophy in the case, and uh, it's just not working out well. And I don't know, I you know, I I do like McDaniel's man. He he he's done so much good work out in New England, and I mean obviously he had the first mistake out in Denver, but here's your second go round, and you get Devontae Adams, and I, you're still not doing anything. Devontae Adams, what a disappointment. What a disappointment. I mean, you know, okay stats, but not, I mean, not what he was last year. What did you expect him to do? I I mean, I expected a little bit more. I mean, a little, granted, Carr is what Carr is, but still, you know, any quarterback right there, I would just figure that he would be able to feed him the ball a little bit. Because if you watch the games, it's not like Adam looks old or over the hill. He's just not getting the rock. Uh, he got, what, 10, 12 targets last week? I mean, yeah. I mean, but look at look at the ultimate game log. Like, his game log has not been impressive. You haven't seen... I, I mean, he used to be in Green Bay and taking over games. Yeah. And yeah. you're not it, getting it, that in Las Vegas. Yeah, I... Uh, I wish I had a, a better answer for you. I, I, he has definitely been as argued on numerous uh, uh, TV shows and podcasts. Probably the worst free agent trade transition this year. Well, I mean, again, it's it, it's early to tell through four games, right? I mean, if you want to go through his game law, I mean, he, here you go, right? 17 for 141 and a touchdown in week one, and then 7 for 12 and a touchdown week two, 10 for 36 and a touchdown in week three, and then 13 for 101 and no touchdowns in week four. So, I mean, it's just like a smattering, right? I mean, you know. Although those were targets, I was I was saying I should say reception. So nine for one hundred and one, five for thirty six, two for twelve, and ten for one hundred and forty one. That was going in backwards order there. So, um, you know, I mean, two games over a hundred, and then the other games were thirty six and twelve. Thank God he got touchdowns, or else it would have been anemic. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You 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 know, if unless he's getting, it looks from the numbers as if unless he's getting twelve targets, he's not going to put up numbers. So the question becomes here, is the seven too many points for Kansas City? No. Yeah, me either. I'm all over the Chiefs on this. This actually is my best bet. Lock it in. It should be a best bet. I mean, it's it could very easily get out of hand like last week. The only reason it's seven points is because these teams know each other so well. That's, That's why they lowered the spread. Yeah, so... All right, so we're both in the Chiefs here, and so that'll do for this week uh, all the games, and then let's wrap up with our gambling segment. So let's go, baby. Fourth down. 
So you want to give your picks. We'll go one for one down the uh, best, best, super contest, et cetera, et cetera, before we get to our actual uh, financial investments. Yeah. So, so I just said Chiefs as my best bet. Who's yours? You said it already, but. Yeah, the 49ers are my best bet. Okay, so 49ers for you, Chiefs for me. Next up is our Super Contest. So who did you end up taking? I imagine the 49ers would start it. Uh, no, I, I actually I tried to separate my Super Picks and my best bet. So <laughs> Look at you, okay. I'm trying to spread it around so I don't double lose. Um, Dolphins won. Miami, Viking, yep. Vikings two. Okay. Rams three. Okay. Eagles four. Eagles on the road. Chiefs five. And the KC game that we just talked about. Now, KC is my best bet. It's also one of my super contest picks. I ended up taking along with them the Vikings, so I have that the same as you. I took Baltimore, Tennessee, and Green Bay on the road. So those were my super contest picks. That brings us to our parlays. And I'll go here. I just took a two-team parlay. I did the Chiefs, obviously, because it's my best bet. And then I did the Tampa Bay-Atlanta under. So that over-under right now, let me go grab it. It is at 46. I just don't think that the Falcons are going to be able to contribute there. So I did Tampa Bay-Atlanta under Chiefs as my two-team parlay. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know. Parlays end up being kind of junky. Junky uh, bets, right? I mean, pros don't do them a whole hell of a lot. If you're using them, you're, you're kind of trying to get big uh, accelerators there and multipliers on your stuff, which is why you like the money line parlays. But I'll do the, just do the two-game parlay there with the under the Chiefs. Yeah, it's it's shitty that some some sites don't allow you to add money line parlays with uh, spreads. So, like, if we were like when we go to the Bahamas, or uh, uh, you you go well, even when we were in Vegas, I remember they wouldn't let me do it. Some some specific sports sites, uh, uh, sports books. Um, there's nothing better than mixing awesome money line bets that you have with spreads. Yeah, no, I got you. you. Know, yeah, to kind of get even more accelerators on it. But. Right. Well, you got to build the ticket and then see what oper- what the operator's allowing and what what they aren't. So Right. Right, right, right. Yep. Yep. Like sport like DraftKings the other day wasn't allowing me to add make a teaser parlay. Yeah, I I saw that. Yeah. I I can't get sometimes the teasers come super late or there's a game that they just won't allow in the teaser leg as a teaser yes. leg. Yeah, I've been there. Yep. I battled yep. the same yep. same issues. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so my parlay, I'm going to use my best bet, the 49ers. I'm going to use the other game I was considering as my best bet uh, in the Dolphins. And I'm going to pick the Chiefs because, like you said, that's your best bet. That's probably the third best game of the week. Easiest pick of the week for me. Yeah, everybody's talking about how, you know, I, oh, not Oakland. Las Vegas plays them rough. The Raiders play them tough. They're always shootouts, et cetera. Yeah, maybe. I just think Kansas City, they had those couple of funky weeks, and then last week they really turned it up. Now they're at home. You know, I, Monday Night Football, I just think it's Kansas City. So uh, I'm with you there. You're doing San Francisco, Miami, and then Kansas City as your parlay. So 
Teasers, uh, I will start. I did, you know, I just did big favorites and brought them down. I did Green Bay, Jacksonville, and Minnesota as my three-leg parlay there, bringing that all down through the six, through the three, and then putting them all around one. Uh, I'm going to do the Packers, bring that down. I know I picked the Giants, but now that the Packers uh, uh, spread went down and I get less points, that's even better. Uh, that brings it to what? What is it? One half point. Seven and, sorry, yeah, one half and a half. Point. One and a half. One, one and a half. Right, right, right. Uh, I'm going to jack the Steelers up to 20. Yep, I looked at that. I looked at that as a leg. The, but see, this is that. This was the one they wouldn't allow. So the DraftKings wouldn't allow me to jack it up. Oh, okay. All right. Makes sense. Uh, and then I'll bring – Yeah. And then I'll bring the Bucks down to two and a half and throw in my best bet, the 49ers, and bring that down to a pick em. All right. Uh, you know, with teasers this week, if you, <laughs> it's crazy because you literally could turn every dog into a tease. I mean, look, these are some of the dog teaser numbers once you factor in the six. Uh, minus nine and a half for the Colts. Minus 13 and a half for the Giants. Minus nine for the Lions. Minus 20 for the Steelers. Minus nine and a half for the Jets. 16 for the Falcons. 11 for the Seahawks. 13 for the Texans. Commanders are at seven and a half. But then the Bears are at 13 and a half. Browns are at eight. And then 12 and a half for the Panthers. 11 and a half for the Cowboys. 11 for the Cardinals. I just I am throwing numbers and everybody's probably bored out of their mind. But the point is, is that there's a lot of teaser legs, especially on the dogs, because you get a lot of jacked up numbers. Um, so there you go. Pittsburgh, you take that and throw that up to the 20. And then you're going to take the rest as favorites and bring them down. Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and San Fran. So props. What did you look at as props for the week? Uh, I, I looked at a lot of different props from different sites because most legitimate sports books won't offer any uh, prop betting on defense uh, until, you know, the day Close, of. Yeah, the or, day before yeah, or whatnot. Yeah, the day before. So I had to kind of go through a bunch of different ones. And uh, the best one I found, I think, was Kenny Pickett over 212 212 and a half passing yards. Okay. That was my favorite. Um, well, mainly because. Scary they're... pick there. Rookie on the road. First game ever. But I guess you're expecting, uh, you know, kind of the the uh, beginner's luck, if you will. I'm expecting them to have to throw the ball. Okay. Yeah, against a secondary that is banged up, right? I mean, there's injuries galore on. Yeah, this Buffalo was the same. Squad. This was around the same time that I saw Poyer probably wasn't going to play. Yep. And so, which I think he's I not, figured. right? I think he's not doubtful. No, he's if not out. out. He's out. Yeah, he's out. Well, I I didn't go. I did look at quarterbacks, and I actually looked at the quarterback in that game. I was looking at Josh Allen and all of his stuff. He had over one and a half touchdowns, which I really liked, but it was at minus two hundred. He has over two hundred and seventy three and a half yards over, so two seventy four, and that's at minus one fifteen. And I said, you know what? I, I looked elsewhere. I also saw Brissett over 212. 
So he'd need 213, and Brissett's actually played okay. I'm not a fan of Brissett as a, as a starting quarterback, and I think there's been some games that you just watch and you're just kind of like, he's never going to win you that game. It's Jacoby Brissett. But, you know, I, I can't crap on him too much because he hasn't been horrendous. I mean, he's been better than Daniel Jones. But Brissett has over 212 uh, yards. That was one I looked at. And I finally settled in at Christian Kirk over five and a half receptions. Kirk's just been getting looks left and right. And so he's gotten a lot of receptions, and I kind of like him getting over the five and a half, so getting six catches here as the Jaguars face off against the Texans at home. Yeah, we have him benched in our league, by the way. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a difference. I mean, but who do we have in there? You know? Uh, yeah, we got to discuss that tomorrow. Okay, well, who do we have in there now? We could discuss it for a hot second here. Everybody wants uh, to hear about our have, fantasy team. Come on. We have Marquise Brown. We have uh, J.K. Dobbins in the, at, at Flex. Uh, I kind of like both of them over Kirk. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Uh, who else do we have? Hold on. Uh, we're not going to bench Chubb. We're not going to bench nope. Pierce. Nope. We're not going to bench A.J. Brown. We're not nope. going to bench Marquise Brown. So it's either Dobbins... Deontay Johnson or Christian Kirk? I, I I mean, again, I like Kirk, but I think I'm siding with Dobbins there. Or if Khalil Herbert... Uh, no, I can't, can't they, touch anything in Chicago this week because you have no clue what's going on. It sounds now like Montgomery's not going to play. Although they were saying they thought he was going to play. So I have no clue what the hell to do here. So uh, I, I'm staying away. I benched everything Chicago-related in my uh, in my fantasy uh, realm. If Maybe not in this league, but in every other league, I have Herbert. If Montgomery's a, a no go, you can't bench him, dude. He's he's really good. <sighs> Me, I just don't. You know, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's healthy. God, you know, you you want to talk about you know about people that just should Craig Carton, who I mean, he's been a scumbag his entire life. His entire life. I mean, going all the way back to the sports guys on NEW in New York. And, you know, then he gets busted for the, you know, then he goes to WFEN. And then he's got the big time morning show where they, I mean, they just picked him out of nowhere. And he's not really a sports guy anyway. He's just kind of a radio guy. And he's kind of like your soft shock jock. And then he gets busted for that that huge pyramid scam or whatever, the, the, the ticket garbage. And they have opened up the doors for him everywhere. And now I'm watching uh, Fox. I'm watching the Michigan-Indiana game. And I guess on top of having his afternoon gig with WFAN, now he's got something on Fox Sports. So it's like, yeah, we don't care. You know, we're just going to throw you out there anyway. We don't care if you're a criminal, if you get in trouble for anything. I mean, that guy, you know, him and Sid Rosenberg, two dudes that have never should have gotten a second shake, and now those guys are both got huge gigs all over. It's fucking crazy. Oh, pardon me. I'm sitting, uh, Mason's hanging on, on my shoulder here and caught me just dropping an F-bomb. My apologies. So anyway, so those are our prop bets. Um, I ultimately went with Kirk. Uh, look ahead lines. Did you look at any? I'll just give one quick. I, I looked at two. The Jags are currently underdogs on the road in Indianapolis. They're getting a point and a half. I kind of like that right now, right? Because Jacksonville, I mean, Indianapolis, what have they done? And then Cincinnati is a pick in New Orleans. So those were the two look ahead lines that I looked at. I don't know if you even bothered to take a look. That's not going to be a pick em. Uh, That's what I'm saying. It's a pick em right now. So if you want Cincinnati, I, you know, you can get him as a pick em in New Orleans right now. Mm, 
That's crazy. Uh, no, I did not look, but I, I really do like the Cincinnati pick. Yeah, right? I mean, it's a pick right now against New, New Orleans. I mean, why would New Orleans, I, you know, they should be dogs. I, I mean, by a couple. Right now, it's a pick So, all right. So, anyway, let's get into the financial investments of sports betting. That was a terrible sentence, but that's what I went with. So gambling, what are you going to do? You got eight, about 8900 You're just under 9000 here, so you're about 1000 in the hole, about 10% of your bankroll. How are you going to get it back here in week five? Uh, I bet a lot this week. So. I, I got 1500 on the line. So, Oh, that's more than me. Uh, so first is my straight bets. Uh, to go money line, I am going to bet the Bengals at plus 150. Hundred bucks, cash in two fifty, and then I am gonna do money line dolphins for two fifty, and money line forty niners, uh, uh, for I'm sorry, money line Bengals. Apologize, apologies. Money line Bengals, hundred, hundred dollars to cash out two fifty. Okay. Then I'm gonna do spreads two fifty each. Okay. 250 on the Dolphins and 250 on the 49ers. Okay. So San and those Fran cash out like 475. Right. All right. So San Fran and Miami, you're taking the spread, you're putting 250 on each of those. Cincinnati, you're taking them straight up on the money line and you're putting 100 on that. Yes. Gotcha. Next up, those are my straights. Then I have my parlays. I got two money line parlays uh for 150 to cash out 680. I like the Packers, the Bucks, the Vikes, and the Browns. So Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Cleveland, and who did I miss? Minnesota. And Minnesota. Vikes. Okay. And that's for 150. And then for 50, a second money line parlay, Niners, Eagles, Rams, Bengals. Bengals and okay, so that is San Francisco, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, and uh, and and the Rams. Yep, and that's one fifty as well. No fifty. Oh, sorry, fifty. Okay. Yeah, fifty. So, money line parlays one fifty Packers, Bucks, Vikes, Browns. Yep, fifty dollars. Forty Niners, Eagles, Rams, Bengals. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I got some similar stuff here. Go, go ahead. So then I got my my straight parlays with points. I got 50 to win 300 Dolphins, Niners, Chiefs. Okay. And then 50 to win 1300. Oh boy, there's pa- a lot of teams. Packers, Bucks, Eagles, Bengals, Chiefs. Packers, Bucks, Eagles, Bengals, Chiefs. Oh my God. Okay, I'm I'm pulling for you. Yeah. Uh, well, you'll understand why. So with my teaser, I used those same five, and I did uh, a five team tease to go with it. So Packers minus two, Bucks minus two and a half, Eagles pick them, Bengals plus nine, Chiefs minus one. Okay, um, and so how much did you put on that teaser? 100. 100 to win 500. Okay, so 100 up on that. Okay. So that's all my team gambling strategies this week, and then I, I picked a couple props. Go ahead. 
So alternate spread, 100 to win 350, Dolphins minus 13 and a half. Okay. There's the alternate spreads that you were talking about that you like. Yep. Love them. Uh, and then we discussed before my player prop I like for 50 bucks. Pick it. Pick it over 212. Sure. And the other player prop is Aaron Jones over 54 and a half rushing yards. Over 54 and a half. Okay. And what, 50 on that as well? Yeah. All right, so will those props do away with your betting here? That's it. All right, so uh, run down quick. Moneyline Cincinnati and then spread for Miami and San Francisco. Then you've got a Moneyline parlay, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Cleveland, Minnesota. You also have San Francisco, Philadelphia, Bengals, and the Rams. You then did uh, parlays with spreads, and that was Miami, San Francisco, KC, and you also did Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Philadelphia, KC, and Cincinnati. And then you took those guys, you put them in a tease as well. And then you did Miami minus 13 and a half and an alt spread, Pickett and Aaron Jones, correct? Yep. All right, cool. So here is what I ultimately did. Here are my straight bets. I took the Chiefs, Philadelphia, and Baltimore. I took them all for 250 apiece. I have a money line uh, parlay here. I took Green Bay, Minnesota, Jacksonville, and Philadelphia. I put 250 on that. So that put me at 1,000. And then what I did, I did a tease of Green Bay, Jacksonville, and Kansas City. That put Green Bay at 2, Jacksonville at 1, KC at 1. I put 200 on that for 520. I have a parlay here of the one that I mentioned above. I took Tampa Bay and Atlanta. I didn't put it with Kansas City because I have Kansas City in a couple of spots. So what I did was I took New England. So I'm going to take the Tampa Bay-Atlanta under, and I'm going to take New England and those three points because I think they're going to beat up on uh, Detroit. I think things are starting to fall apart for Detroit. Detroit's got an offense that keeps them in the games, but that defense is really bad, and I think that they might have a little bit of trouble here on the road, especially with all the injuries. So, uh, again, Tampa Bay-Atlanta under plus New England. That's 100 for 365. Parlay, and I did a player prop parlay. Kirk over the 5.5. Allen over a touchdown and a half, and Mahomes over 276 for yardage. And I put 100 for 535 on that. And my final bet was a fun little money line bet, and that was money line parlay of the Jets, Seattle, and Kansas City. So the Jets win versus Miami, Seattle wins versus New Orleans, and then Kansas City just locks it up on Monday night. And ultimately, I threw 100 on that for 938. So that's what I did with all of my cash. So I've got, how much do you have out there? I've got 1,500. And you ultimately have what? Uh, Look back up to my total wager. uh, I think 1,200. 1,200. So uh, we're we're just about the same there. Hopefully something hits because this would kind of put a shot on our uh, pocketbooks here. So... Um, All right, so that wraps up week five. Chris, all the best. Uh, Enjoy your weekday. Once we hop off this pod here, your your nephew here is going to hop on and say hello to you. So Nice. All right, so punch out. All the best to everybody. Peace. We will talk to you in week six. Adios.